and carry the podcast where we show up so you don't have to i'm your host ross blotcher and i'm carrie poppy right yeah yeah, yeah that's great pretty job. much it, it? Yeah. what did hey. I, I miss well we don't just report on fringe science spirituality and oh, claims yes. of the paranormal but take part ourselves but otherwise you got it you got our names yeah, yeah. you did well, I great i did get y'all's names which <laughs> uh, thank goodness i'm particularly impressed you remembered carrie's name mm-hmm. yeah. being your husband and all <laughs> This is Drew here. Hey. Drew Spears. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Back to the show. Probably our most frequent guest. I would think so. I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you count times where like I've just like popped on mic for mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. five seconds. I count them. Then almost okay, certainly. Then, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you count my dog Ella's clip clops as she walks across the floor? Because then she... No, because that complicates the previous conversation. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fair. Okay. That's fair. Well, listen, Drew has a kidney stone. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Yeah, that's right. And that's why he's on the show today. And I'm here with you, listener, on this journey. All I heard is that there is a story to be told about Drew's kidney stone. Yeah. And so, I did no preparation. In fact, perfect. I've never been 100% sure what makes a kidney stone so stony. Like, I want to call it huh. a, like a calcious mass or something, but I don't know. Is calcium involved? I don't know. Oh, Drew's done, an answer. I'm going to answer by saying I've done very little to no research on what a kidney stone actually is. While it ravages I, your body. I, yeah, I know it's like a like compound of like uric acid or there's a couple of different ones. Then breaks off from your kidney, goes into the uterer, which I didn't know. Did was you a say uterer? Uterer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's right. And then it gets stuck. <laughs> I am yeah. the uterer. I am the one that uters. The uterer goes from your kidney to your bladder. Yes. The urethra goes from your bladder to your exit point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. what's a kidney stone made of? That's what you're asking. Yeah. And that's what I'm Googling as I talk slowly so that I can answer you as if I had the answer prepared. None of us thought to look this and, up beforehand. <laughs> well, here's what I did know. Okay. I knew that it starts out tiny and then collects stuff around it, hmm. like a pearl. Mm-hmm. That's oh, all I knew. Okay, yeah. But, or a snowball. Yes, or a snowball, like yeah. Like the ball absolutely. in Katamari Damacy, the video game. Yeah, a reference we all know. Or every snowflake, to go more microscopic on that mm-hmm. earlier example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that we've established that. <laughs> so it's made of calcium, oxalate, urate, cysteine, xanthine, and phosphate, if you ask me. Or there's, if you ask the National Kidney Foundation. That's who I would have asked. And there's calcium in there, so I'm happy. That yeah. was like the first was listed first, ingredient. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I bet they put it in order. I bet they did. Okay, so what done happened is yeah. you and I were going to record an episode about something totally different. And then I said, Ross, 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 Ross. Drew has a kidney stone, and we are performing an experiment on him. I almost thought you were going to say we were performing an exorcism. (laughs) That makes more sense. That would. uh, You've invited Bob Larson. (laughs) That's its own kind of experiment. And Drew discovered that he had a kidney stone because he was in a lot of pain last week. Mm -hmm. The very first thing that I didn't make the connection was, and if you listen to this episode, 
Yeah, we're going to talk about urine and other stuff. Yeah, no Why, yeah, our listeners can't handle that kind of thing. <laughs> Great. I just want. I just didn't want to be like, oh, they're dropping. Sure. You know what this episode is? Yes. Yeah, my urine was discolored around last week, and I didn't find it all that strange. I was like, well, I mean, there are some days where I don't get like enough water. I don't have the jug that has the go for that condescending mm-hmm. like you're a baby. This is how much water <laughs> to drink. Mm-hmm. I just kind of drink water when I. Want to? And I've s- thought about getting those, but they all start at like seven a.m. and I'm like, what? Yeah. But like, ma- they need to make one for someone who gets up. At you're 10. making it sound like it was discolored in a way that just looked like you were dehydrated or something. Well, okay, so yes. I would later find out that there was blood in my urine. Oh, okay. But that was I, when I, if me I would say that I found shade. blood in my urine, that would suggest something I think a far more severe mm-hmm. than what I actually saw. I did notice it, and I was like, this it was is darker. I was like, this is pretty dark. I, I should. Like let's let's put a pin in this. Let's chug some water. Let's you know it's heating up in LA. Like I thought, easy mm-hmm. peasy. Then last Sunday, Carrie and I were at the movies. We were seeing a retrospective of Ken Russell's horror at Whammy Analog Media in Echo Park. That's great right. place. Check it out. What Very would be cool. a Ken Russell horror film that I've heard of? Oh, mm. well, that's a good question. That is a good but question. that's not what I said. <laughs> the answer said, to your question is the movie The Devils, which is one of my favorite movies. You might consider and it is Tommy. a horror movie. Yeah, you might consider it The Who's, who's Tommy. Tommy. But this movie is called Whore. Whore. W-H-O-R-E. Okay. Whore. Yeah. I guess if anyone's curious about that movie, um, <laughs> how much did you like it, Care? It's fine. It's fine. It's like very late in his career. It's it's not very like elaborate. There, it's it's pretty intense. It it vacillates between like really broad comedy and very like upsetting portrayals of sex work. And so like the tone's kind of all over the place. And it's also almost entirely direct to, to camera. Video? Well, oh. it, it looks very direct to video, but it's. All like this sex worker is constantly talking to the camera. Like, so your back starts hurting. Yeah, my back starts hurting. It's like Malcolm in the Middle. The, uh, the breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Mm. So like in the middle of that, I'm like, oh, my side kind of hurts. I'm like, well, I'm kind of leaning in at a weird way. Maybe I've strained something. Carrie and I went on a longish walk that weekend. And like we live somewhere where there's a lot of hills and sometimes that can kind of pull something. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't really make the connection until like Monday morning where I was like, kidney still hurts. The urine is still a little weird. I was like, this isn't great. What could this be? I got through Monday and I don't know if you've had kidney pain. Have either of y'all had it? I don't think so. I would never know that it was. I, I was if just I had. thinking in my mind, I assume kidney stones are something that befall everyone. That- no. Oh, okay. You mean below the clinical threshold? It's just like something that's very common that anyone can get. You don't have oh. to have any specific genetic predisposition. Oh, that I don't know. I just know it's about 1 in 11 Americans oh. will get one over their lifetime. 1 in 11. I would have mm-hmm. thought more. Okay. Okay. And I just assumed there, but for the grace of God, go I. I mm-hmm. have not gotten one yet. And if you get one, you have a 50% chance of getting a second. Yeah. No, that's not good. So I was really hoping it wasn't it because I've heard, oh, it's really painful. And like kidney pain is so specific. The only thing other time I've really had kidney pain was back when I used to drink would be like the next day hangovers. You'd feel. Wow, that's some drinking. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But like you'd be like, oh, I can feel my body filtrating this. Um, Oh, wow. wow. It's really working. I'm putting it through the ringer. Yeah. 
And I'm like, well, I don't think this is a kidney stone because it you always hear it's the most intense pain you'll ever experience. And you're so, like, this is not the most intense pain. Yeah, this isn't as bad as childbirth. Or denial. You were thinking. Like, you're just like, oh, I don't want it to be bad, certainly. Sure. I had a brief chat with someone I work with who's had kidney troubles. They've never had a kidney stone. But I was like, yeah, this and this. And he was just like, I don't know. And pretty much I was at the grocery store grabbing some things. And, like, the pain threshold just hit a level where I was like, this, I need to go to. Uh-huh. urgent care oh no i was like i can either rough this because i think i do have a fairly high pain tolerance i think i can get through like quite a lot but i was like aware that i was like Drew, don't like get through this don't don't do it don't like try to tough this out and mm-hmm. so i have kaiser perry and i went to kaiser urgent care kaiser's great big fan i'm new to that healthcare provider sorry i'm just working this out in my head but i'm thinking their catchphrase should be Kaiser will help. Yeah, <laughs> I go through all these Kaiser. I was working on the Kaiser Wilhelm. Yeah, every time season. I'm there. <laughs> well, that one's not good. Don't use that right. one. Continue. Sorry, so I, I that feel, was a needless interruption. Yeah. I feel very like proactive because like it's been a little under 24 hours since I've had initial pain. I'm okay. like, well, if this is anything, I'm getting it early. Awesome. This is not a huge deal. The pain hasn't gotten really bad. I go see the urgent care they take some blood they do a ct scan and they tell me that i have a kidney stone that's six millimeters which that sounds so small it does seem very small it's the it's about the size of a pencil eraser yeah wait no now that i'm thinking of it six wait six millimeters Uh Mm uh-huh oh never mind that sounds quite (laughs) large yeah. Often so, when I hear about these obstructions in the body, I think like, that's so minuscule, but okay, wow. Six, if it needs to travel through one of those tiny tubes. That took me a second. That's more than half a centimeter. Wow. Yeah. Pretty, pretty big. large kidney stones above five. five. Yeah. Five and up and you've got large. Yeah. So you might not impressed. notice them otherwise or if they're under a certain threshold. No, you'll probably still notice and feel them, but you might be able to pass them. Them easier. It's yeah. Like, you might be able to pass them without any intervention. It's like how a meteor is, could be just the size of a grain of sand but Mm -hmm. the perturbation of going through our atmosphere yeah that's nuts so i know right and that's one of those things like you think like wow that just is so counterintuitive and in the same way this causes ripples in your internal organs totally Uh, nothing extraordinary yet though so far my understanding of science and physics has not been rocked place yeah Yeah. they send me home with flomax which i think it's supposed to like widen your shit um i I don't know exactly what but like (laughs) metaphorical shit yeah loosens those pathways so that hopefully that stone can move more they gave me some norco which is hydrocodone plus tylenol and then two strainers which you're supposed to urinate through it yeah so in hopes of catching the stone so they can Look at the stone and be like, this is what you need to change about your lifestyle. That's not it. Yeah, it is. Really? Both to confirm that you get, but you need to bring it into the urologist. Mm. Okay, I see. I would have thought that, but they were like, you can chuck it. One of them said you can chuck it. That was wrong. Okay, I thought that was weird. I'm glad you heard otherwise. I was like, that seems anti-scientific. There's like four different kinds of kidney stones that you can have. Ah, okay. And they're made, it's like, there are the ones that are largely made up of and don't correct, I'm, or correct me, I don't know. Um, there's Calcium, a couple oxide, of different kinds. urate, cysteine, <laughs> so you have xanthine, to and phosphate. Urinate mm-hmm. through this strainer. Did you say cysteine, like the chapel? 
Yeah, Sistine, yeah. That's a bad alternate chapel. My regret right now is that I did not bring the Piscabulary with me. Oh. We had so much fun with the Piscabulary. Yeah, I got sent a copy of Brother Sage's new book by Brother Sage. One of our interviewees who drinks his own urine to cure various things. Yeah, if you haven't listened to that episode... Well, you haven't listened you could. to it. You could. <laughs> if you're enjoying all this talk about your own, you're like, I you wish really they would really like, turn it up down. a notch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I drink Ross's pee yeah. in it. Uh, Ross in, drinks my pee in it. You're in for a good time. Hey, <laughs> oh. So, uh, anyways, I don't have the uh, the piscabulary with me. Yeah, it's like a dictionary of pee puns. Pee terms that nobody asked for. Anyway, anyways, okay, back continue. to Drew. Uh, so, peeing through a strainer is annoying. Yeah. You have to do it. You'll want to go to the bathroom and forget it yeah and you have to kind of carry it around uh, your day-to-day life yeah yeah right strainer you want to so, see it yeah I can, yeah t- yeah let me yeah. grab it okay let's describe you. it for the audience okay yeah it looks like a funnel drew's going to get it i think it looks like a funnel yeah. okay but it has like a sieve like quality okay. at the end of the funnel to so grab it's gonna let stones. some stuff through but it's gonna keep yeah let the urine itself through Okay, so Drew has, I see, so it is like your normal plastic funnel. It's white, it has the flanged edge, but then it comes down to just a little cylinder, and then there's the little catching, what is that? Webbing kind of stuff at the bottom, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, it looks like kind of a soft, flexible mesh. But Okay, so then every time you pee, you're supposed to pee through that, just in case some hard evidence comes out. That's right. Okay. Yeah, so peeing through a strainer is hard because you're, Trying to catch this. And the other thing is when you have a kidney stone, like to pass it, people suggest like you want to kind of hold onto your urine until you have like a good flow because mm. you're trying to push it out. Oh, right, um, right. So like flow is the name of the game. And also with a kidney stone, you'll feel like you need to urinate really badly and then you won't have to urinate all that much because there's a bit of a blockage as I understand it. So like you're trying to pee as hard as you can through this like funnel and like You've like urinated somewhere where there's splashback or, you know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's not. You don't like it. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Right. One right. time I had to fill up a jug with urine over 24 hours and you just pee into the same jug over mm-hmm. and over. And who's the unlucky recipient? This is a medical thing. Yeah. It was because I'd like to eventually donate one of my kidneys. Oh, right. The kidney donation circle. Okay. But they had to check my pee to make sure I had, you know, good functioning kidneys. But they're like, can you pee into this for 24 hours? You're going to pee on your old pee? Like, oh, it's like your own personal porta potty. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, real yeah. Gross. No, really gross, stinky really gross. stink comes out every time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Okay. Anyway, yeah. back to Drew. So, like, that's the strainer. And then I think we were at the urgent care till late. The next morning, I woke up at like 5 a.m. in probably the worst pain. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, I have thus far been somewhat lucky that I feel like. I haven't had the most intense pain, so I kind of don't know where that leaves me, but... But you woke up with the one that felt like, oh, this is earning its reputation. Or it was on Almost, its way. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I took an orc. Uh, That's scary, too, when you know the pain could shoot up. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is the thing, is that there's very much like an anticipatory... Uh, I mean, Dread. Right until the end, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, that's supposed to be not super fun. Yeah. So, so you're like, okay, all these medical professionals are trying to help me, but we need more. We need more. So that morning, I woke up with a start because I had had a revelation in my sleep. Mm-hmm. I sit bolt upright. A and, download. Yeah. <laughs> I sit bolt upright and I say, babe, 
We got to take you on a roller coaster. So this is something you'd heard before. Yes. I'd never heard this. Yeah. So I think while I slept, all of that information got, you know, reorganized. And then my brain connected it to this old story I had heard in 2016, where a urologist did a study where he took a fake kidney on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and discovers that if you sit in the caboose and your kidney stone is under a certain size, you have a 67% chance of passing the stone. Well, then you get on the ride, and then if you don't pass it, then you get back on, and then it seems like you just increasingly, uh, eventually, as you ride the ride many times... Mm, Yeah, that might be the gambler's fallacy. I'm not sure. It's going to pass. Yeah, is it like either it does or doesn't? doesn't matter how many times you write it, but now it yeah. seems like a very sure thing to me. Like, I'm just going to keep writing Big right. Thunder Mountain Railroad, which is a notably fun ride. It is a fun ride. It yeah. is. It's 35 miles per hour. It's $309 for two people to go on it who haven't planned on going on it that day because you have to go to Disneyland first. Oh, and by- <laughs> it's also the first week of LA's like heat wave. Yeah, it was blisteringly hot. So I was like, okay, can we find another... 35 miles per hour, rickety roller coaster that we can sit in the caboose on that's not $309 in Anaheim. And we discovered a 35 miles per hour roller coaster in Santa Monica on the coast of LA where it's fairly rickety. Yeah, it's on the pier. It's on the pier. Santa Monica Pier, super fun. Pacific Ocean Pier. or Was that the old name of the park there? I don't know. Yeah, Pacific Pier. That's right. Yeah. So I'd love to play you guys a three-minute clip of the researcher who did this study explaining exactly how he did it when I first heard this when the news was released. Yes. Okay. Dr. Wardinger, when did you first suspect that a roller coaster ride might help pass kidney stones? Well, all of the credit belongs to my patients. Basically, what happens is I think one of my patients... Uh, rode Big Thunder Mountain roller coaster down in uh, Walt Disney World in the Magic Kingdom. He rode the coaster and got off and immediately passed a kidney stone. He got on the same coaster, got off past another stone, rode it a third time, got off past three stones in a row. Was this all on the same day? Three consecutive rides. (laughs) Now, we had had individual accounts where patients would come back from... uh, spring break, taking their children down to the Orlando area, and they'd come back and follow up and report that they had passed a stone over a vacation, but never such a dramatic, you know, one-to-one, I rode, I passed a stone, three in a row. So why didn't you just conclude, well, this is a, this is one particular guy, the weird coincidence, and, and leave it at that. Why did you think you had to pursue the research? Oh, simple matter of curiosity. I was fascinated by the idea I was a trainer of urologic surgeons. Our surgical residents were required to do a research project every year, and I brought this to the attention of uh, an absolutely brilliant resident who spent about a year working on a model that we could actually test this theory. Okay, now this is, the, this is where it gets very interesting. So you actually, just describe what it is that you created or he created. So a computerized tomographic study of the person's kidney, We used the software to create a three-dimensional model of the hollow space inside the kidney. We then filled the block up with urine and kidney stones and resealed it, and we were able to take our simulated pilocalocele system full of urine and stones on whatever ride or activity we wanted to see what forces made a kidney stone pass. Wait a second. It's a simulation, so you said it's full of urine, but like water, right? 
No, uh, urine. Urine, real pee. Well, yes. And what happened to the kidney stones? Interesting. It depends where you sit on the coaster. If you sit in the last car of the roller coaster, you're far more likely to pass the kidney stone than if you're in the front passenger area of the, of the roller coaster. And that just has to do with how forces are generated by roller coasters as they go up and down and right and left and hit rough spots in the track. But it worked. You found that it did, if you were in the right place, it actually, you proved that the roller coaster ride could help this kidney stone to pass. Absolutely. And in fact, after the study that has just been published looks at simply 20 rides on the roller coaster, since that time, we have taken multiple stones on multiple rides, and we now have over 240 stone rides, as we describe them, to analyze. The recommendation is whatever is your local amusement theme park thrill ride option, go and ride all of the rides that you feel comfortable riding. So we did that. Oh my goodness, I have so many reactions to that. <laughs> the first of which is just, this is doing science right. That's yeah. fantastic. So he took... I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm impressed with the model they built. That's, yeah, it's mm-hmm. cool, right? But okay, he, babe. He, yeah, he tell got, us. He got P, and then he <laughs> like was like, I'm going to take this on to Thunder Mountain... Yeah. And he did, so like he just brought like an external a thing. He soaked. So it was 3D in a, print. Yeah, it was in a backpack. So it was a sealed up kidney with real pee and real kidney stones in it. Because you got to create the actual environment. I want to be behind these in people in line, and I want to see them holding <laughs> the fake kidney. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly you couldn't see it, and there was very no. little splash risk and no splash in actuality. So okay. don't worry. Right. Um, Boy, but heaven forbid you vape in Disney. World. <laughs> If you ever want to vape in Disney, the person you want to bring is Natalie. She will convince them to let your vape in. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. I uh, mean, are we are we surprised? No, we're not. No. And I'm also thinking now, given this is a scientifically verified, not yet podcast verified, we're getting there right. maybe, but given the research behind this, there should be a special access line where you can say, hey, <laughs> kidney line. I'm here because I have a kidney stone and they'll be like, right this way, sir. Well, I did think we're going to have to ask for the caboose, but we mm-hmm. naturally fell in the line oh, where we sat in the caboose. Because I know they'll honor those requests anyway if you're just like, you know, this yeah, is where I like have a, the most fun. I'm a caboose freak. And I'm mm-hmm. all about getting the maximum fun. Right, right, right. Which is now a co-op. <gasps> That's right. Yay. It's a co-op. Yay, official. Uh, so we probably, we headed out, you know, it took us a while to get to Santa Monica because it was rush hour. Uh, we got to the LA. pier. Uh, pier's fun. It feels like just like your old classic amusement park that's not like super, like, you know, it's like a fair kind of. Yeah, a carnival. Carnival, yeah. Yeah, you know, a beach boardwalk carnival, everybody. Well, I come from Santa Cruz, home oh, of the right. beach boardwalk. Exactly. We knew that we needed to go. I would have gone on the giant dipper to get rid of my kidney stone if I needed a local option when oh, I was living in Santa Cruz. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they definitely... And all the coverage, people kept noting that it needs to be kind of slow. It can't be like a fast-paced roller coaster. You won't get more oh, out of that. Interesting. 35 yeah. is the sweet spot. Because he addressed this, but my first thought was, what if there is something specifically about the layout of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad that makes it perfectly ideal? Right. To shaking loose kidney stones. Yeah. And all other pretenders are just that. So in another interview, the researcher pointed out that everyone's kidney environment is shaped differently. And what he would really recommend is go to a theme park and just ride. 
everything, you know. Don't limit yourself to Big Thunder. Go ahead and ride Space Mountain, whatever. Your but mileage like, may vary. Yeah, but the most consistently working thing is these like really janky, you know, pushes you around rides mm-hmm. that are going kind of slow, really. Did we say this researcher's name? Uh, David Wardinger. Okay. Yeah. I feel it's important to acknowledge him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And his study was in the Journal of the American Osteopathic Association. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like now would be a good time to point out I don't like roller coasters. Oh, no. Yes. So Drew actually had as one of his goals for 2023 to ride a big roller coaster. Oh, like the, the Colossus or something like that. Something that's flags. like that you could just like go. I want it to be tall. I don't know if it, I feel comfortable with a loop to loop yet. But I just have some hype stuff. Sure. And, you know, yeah, yeah. I've gone on two roller coasters thus far. I wouldn't call either of them huge. In your life? You've no, been no, on more than this two. Year. Okay, this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Working, working up some stamina. So, of course, then I pitched to Drew like, oh, great. We need to take you on a roller coaster. But he yeah. is totally game. Yeah, also, like, when you get there, it's not a giant coaster. It's manageable. It's okay. manageable. We get on the pier... Two teenagers on BMX bikes immediately crash into me and then laugh <laughs> about right. it. What? They leave a mark on my hand. <gasps> I scarred now. I, literally, I uh, told them to fuck off very loudly, which oh, probably I didn't not hear that. Yeah, probably not wise. Is like I don't know. They probably could kick my ass. I don't know. Um, but you know, I was I was in a, a bit of a mood. Yeah. Um, but this was entering the park. No, this is like on in the, the pier. In the park. Yeah. I don't okay. think they were supposed to be riding like BMX bikes, but yeah. you know, it's pretty like this isn't Disney where you have a bunch of cast members like. Nobody gets their BMX bike inside of Disneyland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what you pay mm-hmm. the $300 for. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. This is no very BMX. much like summer job vibes. Yeah. yeah. So it's 24 bucks for the two of us to ride this coaster. Okay. Mm-hmm. Instead of 309. Yeah. Which again, 309. Well, you know, check in with Uncle Ross. Oh, yeah. We should ask Ross. Mm hmm. Did you know Ross works at Disney? I didn't know that. I <laughs> think I heard that somewhere. Huh. Okay. It seems Can like... you hear bitches? <laughs> no, I... What? Can you hear bitches? Well, right now is Can absolutely hear... the time to pitch someone who works at Disney, a creative project. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the middle of the strike. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So we go on the coaster. And should I show Ross what happens? Well, let's or do first, you want to tell him? Let's talk about let's, the coaster okay, a bit. we'll talk about it first. <laughs> All right. It's, okay, please. There's a couple of fun dips on it. Like, I thought, <laughs> yeah, I thought, okay. I thought that there's like a couple. <laughs> yeah, tell us about the coaster itself. Yeah. It goes around at yeah. like a nice speed, but there is like a fair amount of jostling. I, not as much as Big Thunder Mountain. And it is like very jerky. Those car mm-hmm. rides. The other one is like. There's a dinosaur cart ride in somewhere in Walt Disney World that uh, I remember finding yeah, very... Yeah, Animal Kingdom. That's why I was saying like the Giant Dipper because that's a wooden roller coaster and it'll rough you up. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, you want to you feel like you've been like hit. I mean, uh, you're you're trying to knock something loose in an organ well, yeah. here. Because like yeah. when you can't pass a kidney stone, I don't think we mentioned this, but like what the urologist will do is take a sound wave machine and like shoot it at you for an hour. That's mm. how they break it up. Because like, um, uh, like Space Mountain changes your axis of rotation all the time. It moves all over the place, but it, it's not like that rough of a ride. You don't get shaken. You yeah. get stirred. Yeah. <laughs> um, in one of the pieces of news coverage, one of the researchers said that Space Mountain seemed not to work, that maybe the G-force was actually too great. Oh, interesting. And it just seems like you need a little bit of jostling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you want to get shaken to, like, around. Your, your class, you need to go to Kings Island in Ohio. You need 
you need to go on your Judge Roy screams in North Texas. I know the names. You know of the these government. names. Wow. Yeah, well, because these are the things I don't want to go on. <laughs> so, so I no, spent my no childhood in fear of these things. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I could, I won't go into what the Judge Roy scream is. It was named after a judge in the early 1800s in Texas, but it was like during the time what? when when you could just like call yourself a judge. He like owned a bar. What? Judge Roy Bean. He owned a bar and he was like, I guess I'm the Judge Roy Bean? Yeah, he was like, I'm the judge now. And he would regularly just make decisions based on like who bribed him. And like back in those days, it's just like, well, no jurisdiction. And now there's a roller coaster named yeah, after him? Yeah, everyone was like, this is awesome. Thank you, sir. Texas. Yeah. Okay. That one, you would ride backwards at a point. They like. Oh, yeah. I like a backwards roller coaster. I don't think I'd like it. Yeah. But hold on, everybody. Before we go one inch further, I want to talk about websites. Yeah, before you go one square inch further. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That reminds me. I love a website called Squarespace. It's true. You Squarespace.com. You talk about com. it all the time, mm. but for good mm. reason. I love how I can make any website I want there. I can put out misinformation if I want. Mm-hmm. Or real information. But whatever kind of information you provide, it will come with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with Squarespace extensions, you can connect your store to vetted third-party tools to extend the functionality of your website. And I think this is new. Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace. And it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Hmm. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. You cannot break it. Come back here. If your creativity's broken, we lied to you. So I knew they had a really cool website design system. I didn't know it was called Fluid Engine. I've, oh, yeah. Okay. I've learned new things. I didn't know that either. So you'll start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Wait, maybe this is new. I need to just go back into Squarespace and start dragging and dropping things. But Yeah. Uh, I it, love dragging. I love dropping. The tools are fantastic and very space-age. It's always nice when they allow extensions, too, because then you get to capitalize on the innovations of others. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it creates a, a marketplace. Uh, other people can join in, make stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all good. Everybody wins. So head to squarespace.com slash oh no for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you'll use that offer code oh no to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace, much better than a kidney stone. True that. Oh, and while you are at it, you should check out this Max Fun Show. Hey, Sydney, you're a physician and the co-host of Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine, right? That's true, Justin. Is it true that our medical history podcast is just as good as a visit to your primary care physician? No, Justin, that is absolutely not true. Uh, However, our podcast is funny and interesting and a great way to learn about the medical misdeeds of the past, as well as some current not-so-legit healthcare fads. So you're saying that by listening to our podcast, people will feel better. Sure. And isn't that the same reason that you go to the doctor? Well, uh, you could say that. And our podcast is free? Yes, it is free. You heard it here first, folks. Sawbones, Meryl Tour of Misguided Medicine, right here on Maximum Fun. Just as good as going to the doctor. No, no, no. Still not just as good as going to the doctor, but but pretty good. It's up there. Okay, so we get in the caboose. We go through all the twisty turnies. We get off. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, they take you around oh, twice. That's true. They take you around twice. So technically, we wrote it twice. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now shall I show Ross the video? Mm-hmm. 
Though I guess the serving size is two rounds. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. They um, <laughs> when you get back around, nobody gets to be like, "Yeah, I'm good." Let, let well, me they, they do. They, they so you like, come oh. around and they give you oh. like a thumbs up, questioning look. Oh my god! And I they wait for like, every person to be if like, "You're yeah. like a whiny child or a You're whiny thirty really four year old, you. <laughs> like you know, doesn't care." For or you, you feel sick or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Wow. Okay. If you need out, they'll let you out. I'm learning so many new things. <laughs> okay, so. Then I made this one-minute documentary about Drew's experience okay. and the outcome of the scientific experiment. You told me not to watch this, and yes, I have not. exactly. Everyone should watch Presomar, though, if you haven't yet. Really this, good This film. podcast is just increasingly becoming Carrie plugging her DIY filmmaking career. We, we are now a roller coaster podcast that promotes Presomar. Hey, I have kidney stones. Carrie's read a couple studies that say being on a roller coaster is good. I've heard from people anecdotally it's good to be on a coaster, so I'm going to try to break up these kidney stones on the coaster as opposed to... Are you zooming in on my penis? And babe, why is it brave that you're going on this roller coaster? Well, I don't really like roller coasters. Uh, I guess you could call it a mild phobia. Um, but this one isn't giant, so it's about height and dips, and this one, this one seems fine. Uh, you know, you like how you would expect a lot of a roller coasters to go, uh, some back and forth. I felt pretty jostled, which I think is good for this experiment. Stones all broken up, you think? Uh, well, we'll only know in one way, and that's, uh... Come on, stop doing... Oh, <laughs> after all that... <laughs> Yeah. That's right. No file drawer effect on Ono, Ross, and Carrie. When we We get, report negative results. That's right. When we just confirm that Drew's stone is too large for the roller coaster still, we come to you with the news. Mm-hmm. And maybe if we did it a couple of times, yeah, maybe if we went maybe. on Thunder Mountain. That, that interview with the scientist, that seemed to bear out the whole idea of going on repeat times. It did, but he also said it doesn't seem to work with people whose stones are over four millimeters and Drew's uh, is six. Okay. And did you know that before the whole... Before we drove to Santa Monica? Yeah. No, I don't think I had heard that particular parameter. Though I think we probably still would have tried. Yeah, I don't think it's like a hard rule. I think everyone's body's different. I mean, because like you hear a lot of people being like, you can't pass six millimeter stones easily. So, yeah. you know, I've done research mm. on Reddit, which I mean, I think has a confirmation bias of people who are really experiencing the most amount of distress and pain over there yeah. and like some people are like yeah i passed the six millimeter it was hard and some people mm. were like no i had to have it pulverized right and then people who had normal unnotable experiences don't go to reddit oh, and then when they have to pulverize one do they do some kind of like laparoscopic thing so there's two things they can do one is they can or actually i guess three one is they can shoot a sound wave at you for around 60 minutes it's apparently oh. feels like getting punched in the kidney Whoa. um so that's on the table okay that i haven't had my appointment yet with my new urologist who i'm, I'm sure i'm gonna be fast friends with <laughs> um the other thing is that they can do a small incision in your back and go in and you know take it out that way and then i do think that there is a through the urethra up your stuff up the dick i'd up be like or i mean it could dick. be i'd know. be like punch me first with sound 
that would be my yeah yeah preference. oh is there another option oh through the balls no i meant like you you know if you have a vagina oh sure but i meant for you for me yes it would yes. be uh I mean, your dick is like a star of that video. So Yes, that's yeah. true. You couldn't see the visual pun mm-hmm. there, but you could hear Drew observing it. The camera just kept drifting down. Yes. <laughs> Terry that's forgot where Drew's eyes were. <laughs> Other DIY cures was drinking more citric... Citrus. Citrus. Yeah. Which Carrie has gotten me a bottle of lemon juice that I'm like drinking. Yeah. But I've been slowly <laughs> sipping it, and then you're making it... Should we make it into the smoothie? Like... Sure. I mean... Yeah. I I don't think the listeners need to hear you drink a smoothie, but okay. yeah, it's going to be lemon and peach. This smoothie. is another DIY thing? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lemon. I, well, so you we don't sti- even know. You still have this uh, obstreperous it's kidney stone. It's still in there. Yeah. There was a couple of days where I didn't feel much pain, but recently it feels like it has started to migrate. And I guess you really don't tell until you Yeah, that's why you want, because you, you, you don't want to not know. Okay. Right, right. But I would have sent you back on that roller coaster many times. Yeah. yeah it's twelve dollars a pop, though. Oh wow! Yeah, we could have paid forty dollars a Pacific to be able Ocean to do Park it multiple times. Say again. We could have paid forty dollars. That's true. So, so it's like we, we would have, have had to done it at least four trips. To we make were it also work. hungry, though. The line was also. It took us like probably really like long. forty. It was like a Disneyland size. Excuse us. This is for science. Can we just get and right back on? Please. Also, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, I think we probably could have gone on one or two more times because that does close somewhat early. Yeah. We did get a nice cup of bisquites. Uh, those were good. Great. I'm glad to hear your negative result because I agree you should publish negative results. But I don't feel completely disabused of this uh, idea of getting on the roller coaster. It seems like a really good idea, especially if you've got one of those four millimeter and under kidney stones. Another thing that I think is cool about this is it's a good example of clinical science working well. So a bunch of people were reporting anecdotally Mm -hmm. that they thought maybe their vacations were impacting their rate of passing their stone. And all these urologists were noticing that. Mm. But, you know, want to be scientific about it. Maybe this is... What did you do bias. on this vacation? Get more so, details. Yeah. So first you've got all those anecdotes. And then a doctor recognized a possibility for a case study. Mm-hmm. And ideally, a case study teaches you how to create the perfect experiment. Mm-hmm. And now the study gets performed and the information gets to us. And we're connected to all those people now. That's great. Yeah, isn't that neat? I, I like think, that. yeah, it, it's definitely the best version of like, yeah, like anecdotal becomes like real yeah and i'm personally very fortunate i i feel really supported by my healthcare provider and i have access to healthcare. but like mm. i could see i mean it's stressful having a kidney stone but it can be so much more stressful if you like don't want to pay for an er visit or like mm-hmm. you know going to see a urologist i mean that's a specialty and like so i can imagine someone just kind of like trying to tough this out and like looking for other ways and like you know it's funny talking about e or whatever but like <laughs> urinary tract stuff it can end in death. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, usually with mm-hmm. an older population, but so it's, it's nice to be like, Geraldine oh, Saunders, yeah. the woman who wrote the love boats died oh. of, of oh, such. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, it's nice that there is something that you can kind of do proactively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. To increase the odds of yeah. Uh, yeah, being able to do something proactive is so nice. Like when mm-hmm. you're just sitting there waiting for, like something that you've been told is going to be super painful, but you can't really do anything about yeah. it. It's At like least you can do something about would it. Would you prefer to get like punched in the face right now or be told sometime in the next week you're going to get punched in the face? It's like mm. I take, yeah, I take the punch hit. Punch in the face right yeah. now. Yeah, okay. Let's get it out of the way. Yeah. You're not in pain right now? 
A little. Okay. So today it started back up a little, mm. and it's migrated down. It's it's more my groin area. It, oh man! I'm also doing this thing where I'm trying to drink water and then like retain it and then wait for a good flow. Yeah. So I am like needing to pee almost so constantly. You've got a cup of. I have water. a 32 ounce cup that Carrie got from the L.A. County Fair, starring. Thummer, which interesting enough that Carrie's wearing a Thummer what t-shirt. What is going on? Yeah. Um. So like I'm like drinking like what would be a big gulp because you want to micturate as often as you can. Yeah. Presuming that means pee. Yes. Yeah. It's just my favorite <laughs> word for peeing. Mm-hmm. So I had to use it once in this episode. Yeah. Fair. So we don't know what tomorrow brings, but for now, will there be a tomorrow? Oh wow. Yeah. Who's deep? Biography yeah. was that? that oh, Francis will there Farmer? really be a morning? Yes. Is, yeah, supposedly Francis Farmer, I think, a little interpolated. but Well, we are recording this the day before I leave for Camp Quest West, and you will be hearing this probably the day after I get back from Camp Quest West. So if something changes in the next week, please record we'll an extra an little update. bit. Yeah, yeah. you we'll got it. We'll have time to add it. Okay. People, people have kidney stones for weeks and months, so yeah. if you have a DIY cure... We meet, I, I don't have to do it on the show. I'll just do it. Like, yeah. whatever. And I have a birthday this week. Yay. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. It was my 40th birthday. And I just want to spread the word for your 40th birthday. Everyone gets to do one science experiment on their spouse. Clap, 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 clap. Seems like a fair rule. Well, your 40th birthday is far in the offing, but you can plan in advance what science experiments. It's in February 2029. Then you can play back this podcast mm-hmm. and be like, remember when you said. <laughs> I'll be yeah, like slowly true. like feeding Carrie a lot of phosphorus heavy food so that wow. she gets Wow. Right. You can do wow. uh, A test, B test. You want to give me kidney stones? I don't want to. I want to do the same experiment. Okay. You would have to give me kidney stones. Hey, you might just coincidentally get a kidney stone. That's true. I hope not. I don't think it would be fun. Currently 50% of our family has kidney stones. It's true. Ella and Drew. Mm-hmm. Golly and I, fine. Yeah, okay. We found out Ella had kidney stones, like what, in uh, April? I don't know. But it's funny because like so much of our brain Ella's space a dog. had been filled up with like talking about kidney stones for yeah. Ella and how can we help Ella pass it and the medications and going to kidney doctors. So we've been talking about kidney mm-hmm. stones like really nonstop for the last three months. Mm-hmm. And then there is like a part of me that's like, well, I do kind of know what Ella is Aww. experiencing now. Are Mark. you worried that you put it out in the universe? Now it's law of attraction bringing you kidney stones? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I Ross suggested it just now. and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need to be afraid of that. Okay. Yeah. And we glossed over the very important fact that Carrie has now ascended into 4D. Yes, that's right. That's right. Every decade, I will be ascending into the new established D. <laughs> so I'm currently in 4D. Ross is in 4D. Unfortunately, babe, you're still 3D. I'm so, so wait, okay, sorry. Explain to me this. I mean, I understand what like three dimension is and four dimension. So when you get a decade older, you become a different dimension. Yeah. The, what's nobody not says clear this for except you? for us. We just invented. Oh wait, that. this is me. Well, because 4D sounds like 4D. Yeah. Conscious Life Expo people tend to talk about 4D and 5D a lot. That. Most of the world is in 3D, but if you get a little enlightened, you're at 4D. And if you get really enlightened, you're at 5D. Mm-hmm. 
So, and then you get to look down your nose at all the people just living their lives in 3D. So Ugh. now we're, so when we're attributing at, when it we're, to age. Okay, so people like people walk around and they just like, oh, I'm seeing things in 4D. Yeah, kind of. But the, mm-hmm. but for them, that's like, I don't see negative things anymore. Um, Wait, so you see less? You don't see COVID, mm. for example. People who are 5D tend to think like you're, COVID's not You're just real. vibrating at a higher frequency. Yeah, okay. that's not your yeah. reality anymore. Cool. Yeah, Sick. yeah. <laughs> so I'm at 40. You're still at 3D. Ross at 40, though. Well, I'm uh, bummed that this did not result in immediate expulsion. Of, sure. Like they're on the ride of but, your kidney stone. Oh yeah, but who knows? I mean, when we get the next CT scan, and I do mean we, because I'm going to operate it. Yeah. We'll see whether it's maybe it'll be two small stones. Yeah. Now my next we CT should be so scan lucky. is actually for my sinuses, though. So I want to say the next. Okay, next I don't one. think it's going to be in there. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. <laughs> in there we need a lot more explaining what happened on that roller coaster you get to go to the doctor and you're like i want this 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 and this and they say yes sir yeah and then you get a bunch of cat scans that was my first cat scan at least as a con i think maybe i had one as a baby but yeah it's tough holding still when i feel like when you tell me to hold still it becomes a lot harder (laughs) sure just need to sneak it up on you. And by the way, let's take a moment just to think of poor Ken Ham with his 12 stones ministry. It's a lot of stones. That's a lot of stones. I gave it the full moment. I'd, yeah. I'd say it's a dozen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a lot of stones. Oh, and Living Stones Ministry. Yeah. He did an episode or two on them. So I'm going to try to use the restroom. Okay. Okay, here we go, folks. We'll see. Will Drew expel his stone on the show while we're discussing it. Is that what it was waiting for? Just putting it out there in the universe. We will find out on this episode of Ona, Ross, and Carrie. This has all been an intro. But keep in mind, putting things out in the universe does nothing. It can change your focus. Yeah. That's it. Which can be phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah. If it helps your attitude, just don't expect it to influence the thought processes of others who haven't heard that you put it out there yeah only indirect effects drew's shaking his head oh no nothing nothing folks that's it well drew i'm sorry we didn't fix your kidney stone yet all in time but thank you for being a willing subject oh my pleasure care citizen science yes ma'am yeah piss it in science hmm you're an hero i don't know got nothing yeah thank you you're welcome That's it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. This episode was edited by Victor Figueroa. Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. You can support this and all our investigations by going to MaximumFun.org forward slash join. Thank you so much for supporting us. We really, really appreciate all of you who do. You can also support us by telling a friend, playing this to a captive audience. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you're going to listen to Ono, Ross, and Carrie now because I'm driving. And then you can show them Presomar. That's right. Or the Drew Kidney video. That's right. What else can people find online about Drew? Well, I have a production facility. If you are in film or media around Los Angeles and you're looking for a place to film something or you need something filmed on location, you can find me at DSP Studio LA. And also, just real quick, I'll plug the Entertainment Strike Fund, the strike of SAG and WGA right now. It takes a whole lot of people out of work. A lot of people who work in entertainment are not incredibly wealthy. And for the workers to get what they want, it will require supporting all aspects of workers in entertainment. The Entertainment Strike Fund helps people with financial hardship during this time of no work. Awesome. 
Thank you. Thank you, Drew. You're welcome. And I'll mention that uh, very soon I'm going to be visiting my hometown, Santa Cruz, Mm. which we mentioned earlier, where you find the Giant Dipper and the Beach Boardwalk. If you're anywhere near the area and you want to meet up, there's a new Santa Cruz County Skeptics group. They have a banana slug in their logo with a a magnifying lens. Cute. Very cute. And they're meeting Thursday, August 10th from 630 to 930. And I'll be there. So you can find it on meetup.com if you search for Santa Cruz County Skeptics. They'll be meeting at the Abbott Square Market in downtown Santa Cruz. So come by, say hi. Make, make some new friends. And remember. Gary's read a couple of studies that say being on a roller coaster is good. I've heard some people anecdotally it's good to be on a coaster. So I'm going to try to break up these kidney stones on the coaster as opposed to... Well, why are you zooming in on my penis? Hi, I'm Ketchup. And I'm Socks. And I'm Ball Bearings. And I'm Pigeons. And I'm Water Towers. And I'm Cardboard. Surprise, we're actually humans. Humans making a podcast about those kinds of topics. Because those are real episode topics on the podcast, Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. That's a podcast where we take ordinary seeming things like ketchup and socks and cardboard and bring you the little known history and science and stories that make those things secretly incredibly fascinating. Secretly incredibly fascinating. The title of the podcast. Hear the back catalog anytime and hear new amazing episodes every Monday at MaximumFun.org. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you.